This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique, limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. Ogumbawale for the win! You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hey, women's basketball fans, we are back. It is Thursday. If you listened late last night, I posted DT is Phoenix Mercury basketball. Highly recommend that you check that out. But as promised in that episode, we're going to get into a few more of the big free agency moves. And before I get started on that, Um, I mentioned I wanted to walk through my New York Times article. I'll do that a little bit on this episode, but I want to shout out Girl Talk Sports. I want to shout out Pepper Persley, The Next. Of course, Windsider. um, Across the Timeline has done some fantastic work. Uh, Who am I missing? I'm sure I'm missing a lot of people. Brendan Clean with Forbes. Howard Megdal of always, um, but particularly uh, with his work with The Next. These are some of the people that have been keeping their finger on the pulse. Rachel Galligan, Ari Chambers. I mean, the list goes on and on. I just want to make sure I give love to folks who have really dedicated a lot of time to free agency. Gabe Ibrahim, my co-host here at Locked On just have been doing a fantastic job. I used a lot of the resources that I just named when coming up with my New York Times article. I was able to pull that. Also, oh my gosh, we have to shout out Camille over at W Slam. Uh, I gave a shout out to Uninterrupted and what they did with Chelsea Gray. Uh, I will play some of that on this episode. I mentioned it for yesterday's show. Going to play some of it for today. But that's why when I was doing Essential Resources Tuesday, I made sure to talk about a lot of these outlets. Hopefully they're not new to you because you've heard them on the show before. Um, Really great work that's happening in women's basketball. So... I almost said stick taps. I'm still kind of in my hockey mode, but, uh, you know, got to clap it up for those fantastic um, outlets and individuals giving us so much women's basketball content before it was cool. Of course, I have always mentioned Michelle Vopel, one of the pioneers when it comes to covering women's basketball and has consistently done it since before the WNBA launched, which of course we know is coming up on 25 seasons. So Michelle Vogel is an OG for real, for real, and very thankful for the space that she occupies. It's just, it's just love. I'm feeling like, you know, February, a lot of people are already getting ready for Valentine's Day. But, you know, love comes in all kinds of forms. And I just want to love up on everyone that is doing fantastic work. I see you. I appreciate you. I honor you. Okay, so free agency. Um, let's actually get into Chelsea Gray. I mentioned uninterrupted. I think I dropped that link 
in yesterday's episode. I'm going to drop it again today. But I want you to hear a little bit of the process. And I really appreciated Chelsea and her agent, Allison, talking through the CBA. And uh, the clip that I'm going to play in a little bit here is actually Allison and Chelsea looking through the CBA. And I think really knowing that CBA instructed what Chelsea did last offseason, which led to what happened this offseason. So here we go. A small snippet from the uninterrupted. I will link this for you. This will be Chelsea Gray and her agent, Allison Gaylor, talking about free agency ahead of the 2020 season. year Chelsea became a restricted free agent for the first time it's been cool man to you know kind of see how people see me in the league you get to see how other teams operate you get to see how other people treat their players treat superstars from there you can make an educated decision but when you only have been with one franchise it's kind of like you don't know what you don't know so we are going to go over to signature which is our team housing okay and then um at 8 30 We'll come down for breakfast and meet with Bill and Dan and our staff. You know, every team wants to collect good players. More importantly, it's a quality person. You know, our team is a team of really good individuals, and I believe someone like Chelsea will fit right in. Not that bad. I can't see myself really playing for anybody but a team in the West. LA has always been home to Pess's families, all in California. They come to the games, so that's important to me. And the only other team right there is Vegas. You have these two, and then you can close these doors right here to make it a two-bedroom. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of visitors. Literally. Yeah, Vegas, people come to visit all the time. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to run down and get their luggage. I'll be right back. How about that free agency? Is it, it's been wild so far. Free agency has been crazy. Remember my CBA stuff? Yeah, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Sorry. I yeah. just... You look good, babe. I figured... Look yummy. <laughs> But yeah, this is the full CBA. And then I pulled out stuff that I think is relevant here. The focus on the players right now by the WNBA has is, is been a long time coming. That's our top priority is to make sure the players are taken care of across the board from how they're housed, how they travel, uh, obviously financial from their salaries, but more marketing and helping them grow their brand individually and what opportunities they give them in the town to grow themselves, uh, to grow their brand, to participate in the community, and just to be known. As one of the big things I think about women's professional sports now is you want to get them out there. You want them to grow up in the town or across the country so they become household names. So time off bonus is the first thing, which basically if you don't play overseas over a certain amount of time, you get a certain type of bonus. We can skip to 37. The only players that are eligible for that Supermax number, the 215 number, are six or more years of service, Except next year it starts to be five or more, which is super annoying because if they would have yeah. made that effective immediately, you would have been eligible. Right. Which is why a one-year deal makes the most sense. So are people able to negotiate in between 185 and 215? No. Uh, it's either so 185 or 215? Yeah. Uh, okay. So that so, cre- creates a bigger disparity right, mm-hmm. between players. Which is the purpose, right? Right. It's like they wanted to differentiate between Because last, last year's CBA, everybody was getting the max. 
this is where it gets interesting. These new marketing agreements, it caps each player at 250. So if the league could pay you even 150K right. to do X amount of appearances, and then you have a time off bonus and you go play overseas for two or three months, I mean, that's pretty... That's good. Yeah. I don't think people realize, especially for women's basketball players, like unless you're really in that world, how difficult of a job that they have. Because when you think about it, the WBA season runs from May to September. And most of those players will go overseas a week, two weeks, a month after that, and then they're gone until the next season. It's hard to, you know, go year-round, but it's the way WBA players up to this point has been able to make their money. Like, they're paying you over $500,000 for a season to come in there and perform. So my bigger question, based on all this, is, like, how much does money in the off-season to keep you here matter? I mean, it matters, for sure, especially because... Um, not just for this season, but upcoming seasons, because the new CBA is making WNBA a priority and not going overseas. I mean, I would go to hopefully China, so it'll be a shorter season. But I think it's important to hopefully have that the in there. Should, like, be gone. That's true. Is that... Should I hope it's gone before the Olympics? Uh, same. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> actually, yeah, the yeah, that's the neighboring countries are not in a good place right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll figure that part out. Life overseas is, you know, a gift and a curse. I think one of the bad things about it is that you're away from your family. You're away from your friends. But some of the great things about it is you're able to travel the world. You're able to play against different competition. You learn a lot about yourself. But there's nothing like being able to be in the States, see your family, them come to games. There's nothing like that. Mama Vicky likes it. Now you look in the crowd and you see family support. My dad is here as well. And my grandmother is here. I have close family and friends. And that's what it's all about. So again, that clip comes from Uninterrupted, a look into free agency with Chelsea Gray. And again, that was Chelsea and her agent and her wife talking through the most recent collective bargaining agreement and positioning Chelsea, as you may have heard, to sign a one-year deal ahead of the 2020 season to make her eligible for the Supermax in 2021, which is exactly what we saw play out. You can watch a little bit more of that. It takes you through the process. I think it's a really cool look into what WNBA players are thinking about. Um, and also Chelsea and her agent Allison talk a lot about how the WNBA with the new collective bargaining agreement is trying to prioritize time in the domestic market. It's a sliding scale, as you likely have figured, because salaries aren't what they are. A half a million dollars some players can make playing overseas. WNBA not quite there yet, but with the draw to be closer to home, we'll see, um, especially for veteran players that have been ma able to make their money overseas. So I think uh, this CBA, that part of it in particular, is really going to have some interesting implications in the years to come. But coming up next on Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to take you through a few other things that I thought were interesting. I want to take you to Alicia Clark going to Washington, talking about defense. Y'all know I love defense, but also Mike Tebow talking about aerial powers. And that will be in our next segment. 
Once again, I am here to talk to you about rockauto.com, one of my favorite family-owned businesses that supports us here at Locked On Women's Basketball. So with an ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now almost impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. That's why the family business rockauto.com has a unique and remarkably easy catalog to navigate online. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and of course the prices that you prefer. The rockauto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts in a traditional store? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, we are back. I want to take you to... Washington, they sign Alicia Clark. Really like this. Really wonder if the Liberty made a play for AC. Um, But anyway, I digress. Um, Alicia Clark coming to Washington. And um, she got asked a really interesting question, which I believe is part of um, an article for The Athletic by David Aldridge on defense so definitely going to play that clip and then you'll hear from coach and general manager Mike Tebow on pursuing Alicia Clark and things kind of fizzing out with Ariel Powers so here we go taking you to the Washington Mystics virtual press conference Alicia Clark two-time WNBA champion looking for a third, this time with the Washington Mystics. Thank you so much. And Coach Tebow, if you could maybe reflect on uh, how you think AC might fit in from a leadership perspective. Yeah, that's a really easy Think she'll be terrific. I mean, I think, you know, there are players, when you look around the league every year, you look at the players on various teams, and, you know, who are the true leaders in the WNBA? Who are the ones that, like, get it for whatever, you know, whatever that means? And it's clear to us that she was one um, I to trade for her in the past. Um, just we're aware of that, uh, particularly Elena and Tosh, and that's why I. You know, I asked them for this process, but, you know, players know who uh, are the right fits with teams. It's, it's true more sometimes than, than an organization do. They're in different environments, whether they're playing against them overseas or utilizing after a game. Um, but people, you know, the, the good players just get it. And it would have been clear to me uh, when we played Seattle that she was always calm in a pressure situation that or you can see when people up and they talk, who they listen to. And you, you could just see that when you, when you play against somebody. And so I just think that that has stood out to me and my staff and, and other players on our team. And that was an easy fit that she will come in and be respected immediately by her teammates. 
Give it all, Rach. Hello, Alicia. Welcome to DC. Um, Thank you. I have kind of a, it's, it's maybe an odd question, but um, you, you are obviously thought of as one of the elite defensive players in the league. Um, and I just wonder, from your perspective over the years, do you think defense gets valued by people when it comes to whether it's contract negotiations or really uh, evaluating who the best players in the league are? Does it seem to you like def- someone who's really good at defense gets thought of as one of the best players in the league, or do they kind of get pigeonholed as a defensive specialist? So I'm going to interrupt, oh. David. So are you talking about like how the media sees them or how coaches and players see them? <laughs> well, I know how the media sees them. I wonder what you all think. <laughs> Um, I think there's been more of an appreciation for what a defensive player brings um, to the table night in and night out. Um, I still think there's room to grow in terms of understanding what makes a good defensive player. Um, You know, it's not always about blocks and steals. Um, You know, and and for me, as somebody that um, has taken pride in that and understands, like, okay, you know, tonight I'm guarding Diana. You know, I know she, you're never going to hold any of these players scoreless, but okay, the shots that I, you know, I get her to take, are they tough contested shots when she plays against us and my team? Is her shooting percentage lower than when she plays other teams? And so those are the types of things I think, um, you know, moving forward, that's where the area to grow is. And, you know, because it's, it's easy to be like, oh, wow, they have so many blocks, they have so many fields, but it's like, okay, what created that? Was it the person that, you know, created so it? Defense is complex, is what I'm trying to say, and I think um, it's growing and be, you know becoming more of an appreciation. Um, and you know when you have you know commentators that are watching games, you know talking about the little things that happen on the defensive end that make that steal or that block happen. I think is, is educating people as well to understand like okay, yeah, defense is a lot more than that. It is a lot more complex, um, and that's you know for me as I've grown in the defensive area over over the years, that's something that I started to realize myself. Like, you know, if I leave a game and somebody shoots two for 15, I'm like, yeah, like, that's great. You know, I made, I didn't have, you know, six steals or whatever, but, like, I just held one of the best players in the world to two of 15. Like, that's, that's an amazing feat. And so that's how I started to, like, change my mindset when I got out on the floor is, is understanding that. So I think once Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Burkowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. We, we had on discussion um, with Ariel Powers and um, thought we had made great progress and um, she's, you know, she had verbally agreed to a contract uh, probably, I don't know, I'll say six days into free agency, but it wasn't done. But I mean, the, the, the basic parameters were there and she agreed to it. At the same time, um, or maybe the next day, she started to kind of backtrack and drag her feet a little bit. And for the life of us at the time, I, I think I know some more about it now, which I'm not going to get into. 
details, but, you know, she had a lot of questions and kept asking the same questions, and it, it just something didn't sit right. And at the same, very same time, uh, uh, over that, that weekend, um, a week ago, uh, we heard that Alicia was considering leaving Seattle. And so, um, ironically, they're both represented by the same agent, um, so made conversations shorter, easier. Um, but um, it felt like to me we were being strung out a little bit by aerial powers uh, that she... I, I, I'm not going to get into why or whatever. That's something that you know somebody can ask her someday. But the fact of the matter is that we had an enthusiasm coming from Alicia Clark uh, in my conversations with her and a feeling that in after talking to her that it was the great and the other one was kind of going the other way. Are we ready for some football? Well, as I said yesterday, I hope so because the Super Bowl is upon us. And you know what? There is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust when it comes to placing your bets, and that is betonline.ag. So if you sign up today for your free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Now that the stressful holidays are behind us, we're in a brand new year, it's time to catch up on some much needed sleep. And even though getting a good night's sleep is a lot easier said than done, our friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to sleep harder than the NBA media is sleeping on DeAndre Hunter. Ooh, burn. CBDPM blends 500 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, and chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And if you need to relax and unwind before bed, the CBD bath salts fuse superior CBD with Epsom, Dead Sea, and Himalayan salts to turn any bath into a luxury experience. And they are now available in lavender or eucalyptus scents, as well as a soothing nighttime blend with melatonin, with melatonin and calming herbs. I love to unwind. I travel a lot and so a good bath bomb can't go wrong. I also do travel with CBD just to keep some of the anxiety, the aches and pains of traveling in uncomfortable seats. So that is why I highly recommend that you head over to cbdmd.com and get your year started off right. They are offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code NBA. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code NBA, for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. Going to close out this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball with Candace Parker. Now, those who listen to the show know I was not a fan of Candace Parker winning Defensive Player of the Year. I honestly, um, I don't know. For some reason, Candace Parker's game never has really risen to the top. 
uh, of my radar. But you know what? I... I'm going to say Auntie might be wrong here. Need to give CP some love and some credit. I, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm guessing it's a East Coast bias. I just want good things for the East Coast. And uh, Candace has been over in the West. She's a little, a little bit closer in Chicago now in the Midwest. But uh, in reflecting on the time that Candace has played basketball, uh, let alone in the WNBA, you have to put some respect on CP3 for sure. So I know Ari Chambers, if she's listening to this, is probably going to hit me up and be like, I done told you. I'm like, Ari, you're right. So I'm here for it. Uh, I guess I just really have a, a thing against LA. I didn't, I didn't really know that that was a thing for me. Um, but I, I think that's some of what's happening here. So now the CP has left the sparks. I'm ready. I'm ready to embrace it. I'm only somewhat joking. Uh, but here we go. We're going to close out this episode with Candace Parker coming home to Chicago. As always, thank you for listening to Locked On Women's Basketball. You can find me twice a week on Locked On Women's Basketball, Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert and Howard Megdell round out our weekly shows on Monday and Friday. So thank you for listening to us. And let's see what Kansas Parker can bring to Chicago. Also, is she a Cubs or White Sox fan? That might solidify the deal for me. Does anyone know? Let me know. I'm hashtag team national team, the way the game's supposed to be played. (laughs) All right, I'll catch y'all next week. Until then, be well. And hey, we've got more Locked On Women's Basketball for you coming up tomorrow, Friday.
a lot more now that you're in town. And I personally can't wait to see that happen and anxious up for the start of the season. But congratulations again to you on the entire team and the Sky organization. And once again, on behalf of all the Sky fan base and season ticket holders like the Lightfoot Eshelman family, welcome home to Chicago. And now it's my pleasure to turn it over to team owner Michael Alton. Go Parker. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On NBA Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Hey everyone, Mayor um, Lightfoot, First Lady. Michael Walter, John Rogers, James Wade, the entire coaching staff, entire you know front office at um, Chicago as well as the team. I'm I'm so excited to be home, and I say that from the bottom of my heart. I didn't realize how amazing the Chicago land area was with basketball in general until I went out into the world and I saw how truly special and how they really embraced their homegrown talent. And so when this opportunity came about to be able to come home and to play in front of my family and friends and to play um, for a fantastic organization like the Chicago Sky, you know, it was a difficult decision, but ultimately um, I'm very excited and and proud to be able to, to come home. And I think that's the biggest thing is just being able to bring my family back. My daughter is, is super amped. Um, She's excited to be able to play in some of the gyms and on some of the playgrounds that I was playing and grew up playing basketball. Um, my, my friends, my family, my parents will still live in the Chicagoland area. And this is, you know, honestly just a family a family event. So I really appreciate you all welcoming me back. The, the team has been amazing in terms of just reaching out. We've already started to, to develop that bond and, and that relationship. And I think that's what it's about. You're, you learn, you know, as this orange ball has taken me all around the world, I'm currently in Atlanta, um, to, to talk about basketball tonight on television. And so I think when you realize how special this little orange ball and how many journeys and events and memories and relationships that you've established because of it, uh, you really feel, feel special. So I left Naperville at 18 years old, and now I'm returning uh, at 35. I'll be 35 when I return. And the lessons I've learned being gone – have brought me back home, and I really appreciate it. I promise I'll give my blood, my sweat, my tears, uh, my energy, but you're going to be able to see how we play, um, that we're really passionate about playing for this organization. So thank you so much for this warm welcome. It means the world to me, and uh, I'm excited. Let's let's get to work. Thank you, Candace. And we'll now start taking questions. We'll start with Jamal Collier from the Tribune.
I don't think that this was decided, you know, a long time ago. This was within, you know, a, a couple weeks of the free agency process where I really could envision myself going home. And, um, you know, I, I really didn't take lightly this decision, but ultimately, you know, I followed my heart and I followed um, my passion. I think during COVID, it really has, sh you know, shined a light on how important it is to be around family and friends. And I'll tell you, I, I don't waver um, when I got a call from my grandma the next morning on FaceTime holding up the newspaper so excited that I was coming home to play and that she was going to be able to, to come see me play. So I think this wasn't a decision that was made a long time ago, but it was a decision that, you know, a lot of thought went into. And ultimately during the free agency period, I decided this is where I wanted to be. Shall from ESPN? Hey, Candice, congratulations and um, welcome back home. What was what was the moment where, you know, you said that this came together, you know, relatively recently. Was there a moment that brought this to the forefront that, that sort of cemented in your mind that, that I'm going to do this, I'm going to go back home? Fortunately, I really have um, a great support system, honestly, my family and my friends, but then also my extended family and my friends that I lean on. I lean heavily on my, my brother, my parents, um, both of my brothers. And, you know, obviously I have a lot of so quote-unquote brothers in the NBA. And I think the biggest thing is is when you're going to leave someplace you've been for an extremely long time, it doesn't – I don't take that lightly. And, you know, L.A. is home. It's still going to continue to be home. I'd like to say I have the best of both worlds, and I'm living in L.A. in the winter, and I'm able to come to Chicago in the summer, which is the best city in the world in the summer. So I think I reached out to a lot of different people during this process and just talked to them about the experiences that they've had going through free agency, maybe possibly leaving a place they've been for a long time or a place where they've won a championship. And ultimately, I got some pros, some cons, and I kind of weighed my option, and I'm a big, I go to sleep on it, and I make my pro and con list, and then I live with it. And I went to, I went to sleep, made the decision, uh, probably about a week and a half ago, week ago, I would say, and I just haven't looked back. I've been really excited. It's been bittersweet, obviously, but I'm very excited to join uh, this team. This episode was brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique, limited-edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. <laughs>